Hey, well, welcome to another episode of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. This is your host, Alex Valenzuela, and I personally just want to welcome you on to episode six of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. If you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, just want to say thank you for listening to this week's episode, and I want to remind you to subscribe and follow this podcast. Listen, by you subscribing, by you following, by you leaving a review to this podcast. It helps us to be able to trend and get this episode out to more and more people. And listen, if you could help me by subscribing, following, and leaving a review, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. So personally, just want to say in advance, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following. And thank you for leaving a review on this podcast. But like I was saying, welcome to the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening evening from from wherever you're watching this or hearing this, whether you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, regardless, just want to say thank you for tuning in to episode number six. I hope you remember that on episode one, I talked about how through this podcast, we're going to be able to be encouraged as people, we're going to be encouraged in our marriages, we're going to be encouraged to be able to kickstart our day strong and be able to conquer our weeks, but also there's going to be certain weeks where I'm going to be able to take time to be able to give something for leaders, young leaders who are either in the ministry or in the business field. And so this is the first episode, episode number six of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast, where it's strictly geared as a leadership episode. Now, listen, if you don't believe that you're a leader, you might think, well, I'm not a pastor. Well, I'm not a minister. Well, I'm not a I'm not a business owner. Listen, I want to encourage you to stay on this episode. Don't tune out just because you don't believe that you're a leader. Listen, on the inside of you, I believe that God has put leadership abilities and leadership capability to be able to do something great for his kingdom here on the earth. So, hey, don't tune out. I believe that God is going to speak to you today. But but we're going to be in Genesis, Genesis chapter number nine, verses number 20 through 24. Today, I want to talk to you about this. I want to talk to you about the curse of codependency. The curse of codependency. Watch what Genesis chapter 9, verses number 20 through 24 say. It says, After the flood, Noah began to cultivate the ground, and he planted a vineyard. One day, he drank some wine he had made, and he became drunk and laid naked inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw that his father was naked and went outside and told his brothers. Then Shem and Japheth took a robe, held it over their shoulders, and backed into the tent to cover their father. As they did this, they looked the other way so they would not see him naked. Verse 24, when Noah woke up from his stupor, he learned what Ham, his youngest son, had done. Then he cursed Canaan, the son of Ham. May Canaan be cursed. May he be the lowest of servants to his relatives talking to you today about the curse of codependency. Listen, if there's one thing I want you to say at the start of this podcast, I want you to say this, say this year, I will be responsible. Say one last time, say this year, I will be responsible. 
You know, one of the greatest traits that a leader has and really the truest trait of any leader is that they're responsible for something or someone. And listen, if they aren't, then they're a failure as a leader. Listen, the truest trait of a leader is that they're responsible for something or someone. And when they aren't, they're a failure as a leader. I'm talking to you today about the curse of codependency. We, we read a couple of verses in Genesis chapter, like chapter number nine through the story of Noah, how Noah's youngest son had found him one day drunk from wine that that Noah had planted in his vineyard. And instead of doing something about the situation, his youngest son decided to go and tell his brothers so that his brothers could be able to do something about the certain situation that Noah was in. Listen, it is a curse when you live codependently. There's a curse to codependency. And here's what I mean by this. When you constantly live at the mercy of other people, when you constantly live at the opinions of other people, when you constantly live at the mercy of other people's, uh, uh, you know, schedules or other people's lives or other people's thoughts or other people's uh, opinions or other people's things, when you live Live at the mercy of someone else's opinion, thought, vision, plan. You live in a curse. It is the curse of codependency. And I see this so much, especially in young leaders and in young adults. You know, I have a specific friend that told me a funny story about how he had somebody who was older than him that every time that they would go out somewhere, this person would call him and let him know, hey, where are you? Hey, how far are you? Hey, are you already inside? Hey, are we going to walk in? Hey, am I going to see you inside? Do I see you outside? And he told me this story. And as he, he was telling me this story about this person that couldn't do anything by themselves, I got annoyed for him. So I could only imagine how annoyed he felt that it was somebody who was older than him that could not live independently. He could not do something independently. He required to be able to get affirmation. He required to be able to get leading. He required to be able to make sure that someone else was where he was going so that when he went in, he wouldn't feel the feelings of awkwardness or tension. And so he did everything in his power to make sure that everyone else was set so that when he came in, he didn't have to go through that. Listen, friend, that is the curse of codependency. If you can't go inside somewhere because you're afraid of feeling awkward, you're afraid of people looking at you. First of all, let me just tell you this. If people are going to look at you, let them look at you. Listen to me. What? What? what when I tell you this, because so many people, people, they make excuses. 
They make excuses for not being able to live in the identity that God has for them. They make excuses for not being able to live in victory. They make excuses for not taking steps of faith. They make excuses because they don't want to trust God, because they don't want to pray about it. So instead of, you know, really believing God and holding on to the hand of God, you know what they do? They make excuses. Well, you know, people are going to look at me weird. Well, what if I walk in and everybody turns at me. Well, you know, what if I go there and nobody talks to me? Listen, friend, those are excuses. Can I tell you something? You this year are going to have to be able to take a step of faith and walk into rooms. And regardless if people look at you or not, walk into it with confidence. Walk into it with the anointing that is on your life and live the life that Jesus died for and paid for. Live the life that God has given you. Live in your purpose. Live in your destiny. And regardless, if people judge you for it, if people leave your life for it, if people look at you the wrong way for it, then guess what? It sucks to be them. But you know what? You live in the purpose of God. Stay in the will of God. Live in the destiny that God has for you. Listen, don't live under the curse of codependency. If you live at the mercy of everyone else, if you live at the mercy of other people's eyes, if you live at the mercy of other people's thoughts, if you live at the mercy at a, at, of, a, of like other people's opinions, friend, you're never going to be able to walk in the total destiny that God has for you. Listen, let this year be an excuse-free year. I declare that over you today in Jesus' name. 2024, you will not live with excuses. You will be responsible and you'll live in the goodness of God. Listen, Genesis chapter number nine, it tells us a story. It tells us a story of Noah putting a curse on his son because he was codependent. Listen, I know a lot of people read this story and they sometimes think, man, why would Noah get mad at his son? His son still called his brothers to come and cover him. Yes, he did. But the problem was this. Think, think about this. I need you to put your parent hat on, okay? If you're a parent, then you probably understand Noah. It's the worst feeling to know that the investment investment that you're putting in your children isn't paying off. Noah was a great person of faith. You're, you're, you're talking about Noah, the person who, was, who, who built a boat to save humanity. You're talking about Noah, somebody who believed God at his word. You're talking about Noah, who believed God when he said the rains are coming and he had never even seen rain. You're talking about Noah here, famous Noah from Noah's Ark. And here we have Noah's youngest son who can't take responsibility for a situation. He can't manage to take matters into his own hands. He can't take responsibility. Instead, we, we read about how Noah's youngest son, instead of taking matters into his own hands, instead of being responsible, the Bible says that he runs out, goes, finds his brothers, tells his brothers, and then his brothers do something about the situation. Noah wakes up, like the Bible says, 
And when he finds out what his youngest son has, has done, obviously he gets upset. He gets upset because he isn't taking responsibility because he didn't take matters into his own hands. Instead, he decided to go and put it in somebody else's hands and tell somebody else about it, hoping that someone else will do something about it. Friend, the Bible says that Noah wakes up and he curses him. He puts a curse on him because he wasn't responsible. And the curse was that he was going to be the lowest of servants to his relatives. You're talking about Noah's son here. Like, just remember that we're talking about Noah's son here. And now he's being cursed to be the lowest servant of all of his relatives. Why? Why? Why was it that God demoted him? Why was it that God took him from the place that he was at? Why was it? Because he wasn't responsible. Because he, he was cursed by codependency. Why? Because he couldn't take matters into his own hands. Can I tell you something, friend? You have a brain in your head. You are able to take matters into your own hands. Stop living at the mercy of other people's decisions. Make a decision. You make a decision. Make a godly decision based off of prayer, based off of the word of God, and based off of the wisdom that you got from good advisors. But make a decision. Don't wait for someone else to make a decision. You know, people, they, they never see the total destiny that God has for them because they never make a decision. Can I tell you something? One of the most powerful things that you can do is make a decision. Young leader, listen to me. Learn how to make decisions. Well, you know, what if no one likes the, like, like the, like the decision that I made? Listen, friend, if no one likes a decision that you make, just remember this. At least you made a decision. Because in you trying to make everybody happy, I've learned this you make nobody happy. In you trying to please everybody, I've learned this the hard way, you end up pleasing nobody. Friend, make a decision. Make a decision to wake up early. Make a decision to go back to the gym. Make a decision to start eating right. Make a decision to give more time to your devotional time. Make a decision to start a new discipleship program. Make a decision to be able to do things differently. Friend, be responsible. Take matters into your hands. Pray to God for guidance. Look to his word for instruction. Get wisdom from wise advisors and make Make a decision and move on and move forward and move upwards. But friend, don't be cursed by codependency. Don't live at the mercy of, of other people's opinions. Don't live at the mercy of other people's thoughts. Don't live at the mercy of other people's eyes. Well, you know, they, it's because they always look at me this way. Who cares how they look at you? Who cares what they could say about you? Listen, there is nothing that someone can say, but uh, like there is nothing that someone can say about you behind your back that is going to make God change his mind about you. Well, you know, what if people don't like me? Can I tell you something, friend? In life, people aren't going to like you. 
You're just, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. As long as you live a holy life before God. Can I tell you something, friend? You can do a whole lot more with the favor of God on your life rather than the favor of men on your life. Friend, listen, don't live under the curse of codependency. Take matters into your own hands. I said it at the beginning of this podcast, and I want to say it one more time for all of the leaders listening to this. The truest trait of a leader is that they're responsible for something or someone. And when they aren't, they're a failure as a leader. Friend, when you fail to be responsible for something or someone, you have failed as a leader. Why? Because the truest trait of leadership, the truest trait of any leader, any leader in the spiritual world, any leader in the business world, the truest trait of a leader is that they're responsible for something or someone. Friend, I'm going to make you say it one last time. I want you to say this with me. Say, this year, I will be responsible. I declare that over you right now in Jesus' name. 2024, you're going to be responsible. You're going to make decisions, good, godly decisions that will push you to live in the goodness of God. But friend, Don't live under the curse of codependency. Learn from the mistake that Noah's youngest son made and learn to be able to live a life where you know who you are in God, that you have dominion, you have authority, you have a brain that God gave you, you have have gifts that God has given you so that you could be able to use, to be able to make good, godly decisions that'll cause you to live in the goodness of God all the days of your life. Father, I pray right now for all of my friends right now. I break the curse of codependency from their life right now in Jesus' name. And Father, I ask you, open up the windows of heaven over their life and pour out favor, pour out pour out strength, pour out mercy, pour out grace that they would be able to taste and see that God, you are good. Father, I declare over them right now in Jesus' name, 2024. It's going to be their best year yet. I declare victory everywhere they go. Victory in front of them, victory behind them, victory on their right, victory on their left, and victory all around them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, if you're listening to this episode right now and you're not at peace with God and you haven't surrendered your life to Jesus, or maybe you have, but you have backslidden into ways that God saved you from, friend, listen to me today. Don't risk it with your eternity. Take advantage of this opportunity and do something about your eternity right here and right now. And maybe you might be saying, oh, like, oh, like, like, okay, Alex, but what do I do about my eternity? Pray this prayer with me. And I believe that at the end of this prayer, after After you've prayed it with me, you'll never live defeated because of sin again, but now you'll live in victory over sin. So say this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me of my sins. Cover me with your grace. Surround me with your favor and fill me with your spirit. 
for now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hey, well, I'm so proud of you. If you prayed that prayer, I want you to go on my website, www.alexvalenzuela4th.com and click on the button that says pray. And, and, and on that form, you'll be able to have an option to be able to leave a praise report. Leave me a praise report that says, I just got saved. I would love to be able to stay connected with you on this new journey with Jesus, but I'm so proud of you. And hey, I really just, just want to tell everybody who is listening to this episode today, thank Thank you for tuning in to episode number six of the Fuel for Your Faith podcast. Do me a favor, share this with someone you love and share this with all the group chats that you're a part of so that more and more people could be blessed through the word of God and have their faith fueled by his word. Hey, I love you. Have an awesome week. Have an awesome Monday. Have an awesome day today. I'll see you next Monday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for episode number seven of the Fuel for your faith podcast. I love you. God bless you. I'll see you soon.